Hey, all you nostalgic calendar models. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing season four, episode 26, Blind Spot. And Kendra, I was on the edge of my seat with this episode being like, is this okay? Are we? What? Is it? Are we? Is it? Okay. Anyway. Does Does this title make sense? Uh, that's a good question. He is a blind piano a teacher. Bl- that's true. I think that's probably the extent of the thing that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, well, let's get into the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards, professional ethics. The weak need not apply. The episode originally aired on April 6th, 1994. A couple birthdays of note. Matt Lanter, Liam from the CW years, turned 11. Mm, cute. Jenny Garth turned 22 on okay. April 3rd. And Saoirse Ronan was born on April 12th. Oh, that's right. Okay. Remember her on SNL singing a song yeah, about Yeah, Saoirse me. with an E. That, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. so funny. Very funny. Uh, one death of note on April 5th, Kurt Cobain of Nirvana died at the age oh, of 27. Yes. Oh, yes. Joining the uh, 27 Club. Yeah, the Gone Too Soon Club. Yep. Movie-wise, on May 30th, Major League Two, starring Charlie Sheen, <laughs> Tom Berenger, and yeah. Omar Epps. Yeah. Yep, I like those movies. Have you seen those? No. Major League One and Two are basically the same movie, uh, but they're still kind of fun. So Not a big baseball Yeah, fan. I get it. I get it. So. And on April 1st, we got Clifford, starring Martin Short, <laughs> Charles Grodin, Mary Steenburgen and a young Ben Savage. This have you seen this movie? No. Is this, this live this action? Is, it is live action. This is where Martin Short, as you know, fully grown Martin Short, plays a child, Clifford, who is such a problem that his parents drop him off with his uncle, played by Charles Grodin. And he's obsessed with going to a theme park called Dinosaur Land. He has a little tiny plastic dinosaur that he calls Stefan throughout the whole movie. What are we gonna do, Stefan? I asked if it was live action because I assumed it was about the big red it's dog. Not, and I was not like, about that big red dog. Nope. do we have a live action? No. Nope. And there's like in that there's like a frame story and you see Martin Short playing like an old uh, priest and he's talking to a little boy and the little boy is Ben Savage, which is kind of funny because Fred Savage is a little boy who's being talked to yeah. by the old guy in Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and on April 1st, Sister Sister, starring Tia and Tamara Mowry, debuted on ABC. Oh, yeah. I watched Sister Sister. I think yeah. I've seen every episode. Well, you're so oh. hip. Yeah. Okay. All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. I will. Well, Kendra, it is May the 4th when we're recording here. It is Star Wars Day. So I thought it only appropriate that I use the beyond the zip code for a little bit of Star Wars trivia here. So Matt Lanter, who, when this episode aired, had just turned 11... <laughs> uh, Matt Lanter plays Liam Court, regular uh, series regular role in the CW years of 90210. That show starts in 2008. Also in 2008, he begins voicing Anakin Skywalker. Started with the Clone Wars movie and then continued on in the Clone Wars series. Pretty much all of the related video games, he voices the character in Star Wars Rebels. 
uh, Star Wars Forces of Destiny, tons of Lego things, including the 2020 Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. He also made a a memorable live-action cameo in Chapter 6 of The Mandalorian as a New Republic soldier. So a lot of... A lot of Star Wars work in uh, Matt Lantern's hey, life here. If, so you know, he's found his thing, yeah. and uh, he's sticking with it. All right. All right. Well, the synopsis for Blind Spot goes uh, is as follows. Brandon and Steve are on their way to a baseball game when car trouble forces them to stop at the coffee house and call a tow truck. While there, Steve sees keg president Mike Ryan on a date and figures out that Mike is gay. When the Keg brothers find out, they move to kick Mike out, and Steve struggles with what to do. Meanwhile, David is falling for his new piano teacher, and Donna goes out with Deshaun. Again, another weird pairing of of uh, yeah, story yeah. Lines. The stories there are are uh, are very very different. Aren't Brenda they? nowhere to be found. I know there's there's a moment later on where Brenda suddenly has dialogue, and I was like, oh, right, Brenda's in the show. Okay, her and Andrea. <laughs> Yeah, Andre's yeah. just there to eat. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was directed by Michael Lang and written by Ken Stringer. Couple of recurring characters, anyway. We see Joey Tetta as Nat. Cress Williams uh, is credited as Deshaun Hardell and actually shows up on screen this time. He does. So that's He's a there. nice change. Yeah. Here's an interesting one. The character of Mike Ryan, the keg president, returns, but we've got a different actor. Uh, in all... I, you know, I wondered because yeah. I did not recognize him when we saw him in the coffee shop. Yeah. Well, it took me a minute when when Brandon is like, you know, when you were getting kicked out, who stood up for you? And I was like, oh, okay, so this is the same character. Yeah, all right. yeah. Because the keg guys, I mean, there's a couple that, you know, continually appear. But they are sort of interchangeable after a while. And so I thought, well, maybe I'm just remembering this wrong. But no, uh, Brandon Douglas played the role in the first several episodes. This is the final appearance of Mike Ryan. Uh, and in this time, he's played by Jack Armstrong. Uh, this is the only episode he appears in in the franchise. Uh, he's best known for playing D.A. Carson Palmer in Days of Our Lives. Uh, he also played a role in Scandal and had a recurring role on How to Get Away with Murder. We also see the return of Robert Leeshock as Keith Christopher, another one of the frat boys. This is the final appearance of Todd Bryant as Artie Devers. Todd Bryant, primarily known as a stuntman, which we've discussed before, but Kendra, you and I just yesterday were discussing Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar, and Todd Bryant served as the stunt coordinator for that movie. Huh. So there you go. That's, that's funny. A little bit of a connection. Yeah. We have Sydney Brown as Holly Marlowe. This is one of two appearances she's credited, and the other is an appearance in Mad About You, also in 1994. That's it for her, and no new recurring players. All right, well, let's get into it. All right. We start at Kelly Donna Davids. David is playing the piano very well. Yeah. Very, very well. Yeah. He's playing a Mozart piece, Mm -hmm. and he gets to this tricky part, and he's having some trouble with it, and he, you know, bangs the piano, and he's like, oh, I can't do this. I keep forgetting he's like a music major now, or he's a music minor or something. Yeah. So he I definitely like, I definitely thought of you because he's like I thought it was a prodigy in high school and now I am surrounded by music majors, which was pretty much your college existence, wasn't it, Kendra? <laughs> oh yeah. I got to college and I was like, I'm stupid. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, I just, just meant kidding. you were constantly you were constantly surrounded by music majors. Not oh that, yeah. Not oh, that yes. you felt less than the others, just that, <laughs> that was your bubble 
you're a music major, that's all it you was. Know. That, that's it. where I lived yep. in the music building. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so he feels yeah very uh, inferior to yes, these other music majors. His professor is apparently pushing him to take lessons, yeah. and Donna encourages him in that. So he's like, "Fine, I'll do one lesson, and if they get on my case, I'm out of there." They never really go into like I doubt that he's a piano major. I mean, that would be crazy. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. So I wonder what piano he just, majors like... never stop practicing. Ever. Right. No, but I mean, like, so what is he doing? Is he like a vocal performance major? I I don't really understand what David's college trajectory here is, but I have no idea. All right, maybe we'll figure no it idea. out as we go. Okay. Uh, Donna is sitting there talking to him with Rocky Two. Rocky Two on her yep. on her lap. Very cute. Mm-hmm. Okay. Going to Brandon and Steve. They are broken down on the side of the road. They're trying to get to the game. It's a Dodgers game, right? Yes, it is. Baseball yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Payphone doesn't work, so they duck into this coffee house. Mm-hmm. To... Equator. I think it's called Equator Coffee House. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Is it Equator? Something like that. Okay, something like that. Uh, so Brandon goes to find a phone, leaving Steve standing there, and Steve just, like, looks around and slowly realizes... He's just surrounded by guys on dates with each other, Mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. And he's just, like, slowly, like, freaking out as he figures this out. Yep. Brandon comes back. He's called a tow truck. And Steve is like, I want to get out of here. Yeah. And Brandon's like, no, no, no. We're going to sit. We're going to wait. We're going to have some coffee. So Steve is like, Brandon, like, look around. Do you understand where we are? And Brandon is so nonchalant this whole episode he's <laughs> he really like okay yeah like, i liked it. whatever let's yeah. get some coffee yeah oh, right, sorry, right no i was just gonna say right away i mean we've seen steve be problematic before you know like on racial issues and things and i, I felt like this was very much in character and him like looking around and realizing that it's just like men sitting at tables together like the psycho music doesn't play but it might as well like, yeah yeah when, you, when he's like what 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 oh yeah. no you know it's very <laughs> you know it's a it's on brand i guess you'd say but it is it's definitely noteworthy that he's freaking out a little bit yeah he also i forgot to mention sees mike ryan as he's looking around and as he's arguing with brandon over whether to stay mike also sees him yeah and is talking with the guy he's with and is like oh i didn't realize like that's nice i'm not the only one yeah there's a couple times mike has some dialogue like that and i feel so bad for him you know because he just feels like hey i have somebody i can like open up to and nope nope so Brandon and Steve do uh, leave. Yeah. At the Peach Pit, the girls are talking about they're making a calendar. <laughs> Such a stupid plot. So stupid. Yeah. For uh, to raise money for the Downey House. Right. Call back to yeah. somewhere they've actually That's gone true. Yeah. in past episodes. They're good at that. I'm telling you, 90210 mm-hmm. stays consistently good with that. And so they're looking for guys to pose in this calendar in boxers, basically. Yeah. Dylan said no. He doesn't want to be objectified. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Andrea is there. She's just eating all the food she possibly can. That's her thing in this episode. The whole thing. Yeah. She's she's there for jokes. Yep. Steve and Brandon arrive and they're not happy. They miss most of the game. Yeah. Kelly asks Brandon if he will do the calendar and he's like, sure. But then 
he realizes yeah she's uh, like you can come for a wardrobe fitting and he's like whoa 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 yeah. he doesn't think the <laughs> chancellor would like it that much if he was you know in a yeah. beefcake calendar but he he does give in he says he'll do it yeah uh steve also says he'll do it but they say oh we already have two keg guys and don't want three keg guys and like what the heck is that all about because that never comes into play again yeah like he he does the calendar he does it in the end so it's just like why did you even have that dialogue but okay in the music building ah the the smell of a practice room yes came wafting back did it yes David is going to his lesson and he is watching his teacher playing this amazing song on the piano. And he, you know, introduces himself and she's like, oh, I'm far from perfect. And then she asks if he brought music with him and he's like, yes. Yeah, because he's holding it in in his hands. Yeah. And then she realizes, he realizes that she is blind. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. He's so clunky and about she it. Makes a funny, she makes a funny joke about like, I didn't realize when we talked. And she was like, you didn't realize when we talked on the phone that I was blind? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I didn't sound blind to you? I don't know what that means. I She's got a real weird energy in this episode. I don't, this character I don't fully understand. Yeah. So he sits down and starts playing and um, she's giving him feedback right away mm-hmm. about like, oh, you need to loosen up. You yeah. need to do this. She um, she touches his hand so she can tell like that his fingering is wrong mm-hmm. on the one section. Um, so she tells she shows him she's just like like this and she starts playing it and he's like, oh, OK. And then he starts doing it the right way and uh, he he gets it. He, yep. The section he was stuck on. He's, he's got, got it. it. He's got it. And he's very happy about it. She tells him to. Imagine he's water skiing on a lake Mm -hmm. and to look away from the page more. uh, But as he's looking away from the page, he starts looking at her. And I was like, is he into her? That was quick. It was very quick. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I don't understand their whole vibe. I don't understand the purpose of this character or this episode for David is very strange. It is. It is. At the keg house. Brian, no, sorry. I wrote Brian and then later I realized his name was Ryan. Ryan is making a cappuccino and he sees Steve across mm. the way and is like, Steve, yeah, Ryan you is want his, a cappuccino? Ryan is his last name. Mike yeah, Ryan. Yeah, I know, but they yeah. call him Ryan a oh, lot. Oh, do they? Okay, you're right. Yes, which is why I thought his name was Brian. Yeah. Um, oh, but I, I'll call him Mike Ryan. Um, so, so he's like, I saw you the other day getting a cappuccino. Yeah. <laughs> And yep. Steve comes over and is like, I have never wanted a cappuccino. <laughs> Not even once. <laughs> so he kind of clears things up. He's like, I was just in there to get a tow truck. Like, that's it. And yeah. Mike slowly is like horrified. And he is. is like, you're not going to tell. tell like, please yeah. don't tell anyone. Yeah. And then some guys call Mike over and are like, hey, did you ever date this girl? And Mike is like, oh, yeah, I dated her for five months. So yeah, they're got talking this, like, about whole... Leslie, who's a who's a character that like we haven't oh, yeah, seen Leslie. in forever, you know. But she gets this weird call out here, so yeah, I don't know. Um, so Steve kind of sees, you know, he's he's got this whole persona yeah. going, yeah, that he's trying to keep going uh, at the keg house. 
at the Walsh house. Brandon is talking with the family about he doesn't think Clinton would have posed in his underwear for a calendar. <laughs> really? I think he would have. I think he would have. <laughs> I would truly be shocked if there's not a picture of a college age Bill Clinton in his underwear. I feel like I could Google and find that right now. <laughs> uh, Jim says that Brandon should just accept that he's a sex symbol, which I think is a weird thing for that a father is. to say to his son. It's but... a weird thing to say. Yep. Steve comes over to talk to Brandon. He's very uh, upset. Mm -hmm. He tells he tells him about Mike and his his words. Steve's words are and he thought I was one, too. Mm -hmm. And Brandon is like, well, you're not you're like Steve is like, I'm going to I think I maybe need to tell the rest of the brothers because he's lying to them. Yeah. And Brandon's like, you're not going to do that. That mm-hmm. would be a horrible thing to do. Mm-hmm. He stood up for you when you were going to be voted out of the fraternity. Yep. Brandon's like, what about loyalty? Like, why do you need to do this? Yeah. yeah Brandon is so chill. He Brandon's like, well, but you're not. So who cares? Yeah. <laughs> he just, like he is no, he's so passive. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Steve is like, fine, I won't tell. But if he makes one move on me, he'll yeah, regret it. Right. I know. Like suddenly, now suddenly... Mike Ryan is just going to be in love with Steve. I yeah. guess that's Steve's fear. Okay. But see, that's like the that's like the misconception yeah, about you know that yeah. it was the same thing on The Office where yeah Michael always thought that because Oscar was gay, he was just like this super sexual yeah right being right. So anyway, you know, like I said at the top, I I spent a lot of this episode being like, is is this problematic or not? And I think. I think ultimately it kind of isn't because they're really they're calling out bad behavior and like. I think it ends. I think it ends well with yeah. this line. I was I was confused what they were doing with Steve's character. I was like, man, we just like built him back up I after know. he was a yeah. jerk. Yeah, well, I think it's very true is. to the times, the way oh, yes. the way the guys are reacting and everything. I mean, I, yeah, I think so too. David is getting a piano lesson at their apartment. Mm-hmm. And a sexy piano Kel- lesson. I just, I, just <laughs> I guess. Know. Okay. I guess <laughs> Kelly and Donna walk in. Kelly's very impressed with yeah. how far his playing has come. Well, mm-hmm. And David's like, well, I have a great teacher. He's just like openly flirting with her in front of Donna. Yeah. Are I, they dating? I don't know. Actually, that's, I really, I can't remember. I would have said yes. I don't know. I feel like they sort of, I, did they ever sort of like, we're back together now, or did they just sort of start acting like a couple again? Like, I just don't really know what stage of things we're in. I thought they were back together. Okay. But I, in this, I would say, no, it's they're nebulous. not. Yeah. Uh, especially because Donna is introduced to her as David's other roommate. That's yeah. how he is her. Yes. Well, first of all, Donna comes in pissed. Like oh, there's, yeah. There's no transition. She's like telling David he's got to take these piano lessons. She comes into, I don't think it's visibly like an inappropriate situation, but she starts red hot. You know? It kind of made me think like he had talked her up yeah, to them. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Or something. Yeah. So she was like already yeah, on guard would, about it. That would make sense. Yeah, but he says, well, also he introduces Kelly. They're inconsistent with their sibling relationship because he doesn't say, like, this is my sister or anything. Yeah. You know, but Mm -hmm. sometimes they're like, we are siblings. And other times he's just like, this is my roommate and my other roommate. roommate." (laughs) What's her name again? What's the piano teacher's name? That's a good question. 
Okay. The piano teacher invites them to her piano recital. Yes. That evening. And Donna, well, David is like, oh, don't you guys have to, he doesn't want them to come. He's like, don't you guys have something else to do? Mm -hmm. And Donna is like, you know what? I do have something else to do. She kind of just makes something up. Holly's the piano teacher. Holly. Thank Mm -hmm. you. At the gym, Brandon and Deshaun are discussing basketball or some game that Deshaun played yeah. and how he's he's on the mend from his past uh, injury. Mm-hmm. They run into Mike Ryan, who's going to be playing basketball with them. And Mike and Brandon are doing the photo shoot. They're both doing this calendar photo shoot. Yeah. And Mike figures out from Brandon that Brandon knows mm-hmm. uh, that he's gay and brandon's like don't worry about steve he's not going to tell anybody mm-hmm. he understands like loyalty and brotherhood yeah. and he's he's going to keep your secret mm-hmm. kind of thing donna tracks down to sean and wants him to pose in the calendar and he says on one condition if you go out with me yeah and she says i have a boyfriend that's true she does she does yeah Wait, did we just do the locker room scene? Or we're not? Yeah. The lo- that was the locker room scene. Okay. Yes. I thought the locker room scene was kind of purposeful as well. Because, you know, they make a big deal about Mike being gay. And then they show him in the men's locker room. Yeah. And I think I think the expectation was that that was going to be some sort of, like, problematic thing. But Brandon is well aware. Yeah. And Brandon it's not doesn't a problem. Care. So Brandon I think, doesn't care at all. You know, I think they were saying something with that. You know, yeah. and it did stand out. I mean, it did stand out that... That it was not a big deal, you know. So I mm-hmm. thought, you know, good for them for handling it that way for once, you know. Yeah. Okay. So Donna says, no, I have a boyfriend. But then she's like, you know what? Yeah. Let's go out on a date tonight. I don't hate these I'll tell vibes. You, I'll tell you more about it. I don't hate what's happening here with Deshaun and Donna. Yeah. I, I don't think, either. I think they've got some good chemistry. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. So they go off to wardrobe fitting and she's like, I'll tell you the plan Mm -hmm. as we go. Scheme. Yep. At the alpha house, the guys are there. They're trying on their uh, boxers Mm -hmm. for this photo shoot. Yeah. And Artie, I think it is, is like, what'd you have to promise Leslie to get off the B list to Steve? And then he starts making just a bunch of gay jokes towards Steve. Right. Which I didn't really, like, they were just very out of the blue. There's no segue there at all. Yeah. Because they're all wearing boxers. They're all, like, identical. It really doesn't make any sense that 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 would happen. So I don't. Yeah. No. Anyway. Yeah. So Steve is, you know, trying to laugh it off, but then he just can't anymore. And he's like, if you're, you know, maybe you should look a little closer to home. Yeah. For something like that. Yeah. And uh Artie's like who are you talking about yeah you know it's odd because it it does come out of nowhere I don't think at the time it would have been unusual for a bunch of guys like getting dressed to make gay jokes yeah you know Mm -hmm. like in the 90s I don't think that would have been unusual at all and I think Steve's really defensive reaction to it also would be common you know so like it's not super organic in the episode but I do think it's true to life if that makes sense Mm. I agree so cut to outside of the alpha house, Mike and Brandon are walking up and there's just a bunch of guys leaving. Yeah. A mass and they're exodus. like, what's, what's wrong? And Artie's like, you know, what's wrong. Yeah. They, yes. They're very angry. 
Mm-hmm. And Steve is like, Mike, I'm so sorry. Like, I I didn't mean to. Yeah. And he's like, he's. I mean, he's trying to, I don't know, take some of the blame off himself. He's like, yeah. why are you still in the closet anyway? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, it Mike, just slipped out. And he's like, what does yeah. that even mean? Like, how does that happen? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Mike says it's because of bigots like you. Yeah. At the peach pit, Steve is, you know, well, Brandon's trying to get it out of him what happened. And Steve is basically just like, it just it just happened. I yeah. don't like being mistaken for being gay. Yeah. And the girls are like, when did you become so homophobic? Yeah, yeah. Which, which Steve does not appreciate yeah. being called. He starts to, like, yell, then he's like, I'm, I'm not that thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And he says, you know what? I'm going to go back to the keg house. I'll smooth things over. I'll yeah. get the guys to come back to the calendar. Because Kelly and Donna are like, well, now what do we yeah, do? Yeah, it's done. It's done. Their men in underwear sex calendar for the school is... <laughs> Donna mentioned she's going out with Deshaun, which everyone is like, yeah, what? Yeah, they're like, oh. Everyone... Uh, the, another, another thing that came up in this episode, I was like, other people know who Deshaun is? Yeah, apparently. You know, because, like, David later and Donna's just like, oh, Deshaun, of course. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> Our you've good never, friend, You've Deshaun. literally never interacted, but okay. <laughs> At Kelly, Donna, David's Deshaun is there to pick up Donna, and he's he's all dressed up. He's got flowers. Yeah. And David at first is like, oh, right, you're doing the photo shoot thing. And he's like, no, no, I'm here to pick up Donna for a date. Yeah. David's very funny in this scene. Like when they're yeah. standing there talking, David has a lot of silent, like, what is happening? That, <laughs> that I think is pretty funny. Uh, Donna introduces David as her roommate. Yep. yep. Tells him to enjoy the recital. Mm-hmm. And they leave and they're they're laughing. And, oh, did you see the look on his face? And Donna's like, all right, well, thanks. How much do I owe you for the flowers? And Deshaun's like, well, let's actually, like, I mean, yeah. we're, He's we're like, doing this. Like, we're here. Date. Yeah. Let's go on a date. So they're going to go bowling. At the keg house, Artie, well, Steve is trying to talk to the guys, and Artie's like, yeah, I already talked to Leslie. Like, it's fine. But um, they they make a, you know, they're like, oh, go see how Ryan's doing. Steve goes up to see him, and they painted his door pink. Mm. And Mike is packing. And he's he's leaving. He's yeah, getting out of there. Steve's trying. He's like, "Hey, man, it's just a prank. You know, it'll blow over. No big deal." You know. And Mike's like, "Well." Apparently, Artie called for a membership meeting to discuss, and so he's like, "You know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna even give them the satisfaction of kicking me out." Yep. Poor Mike. Yeah. At the recital, David goes backstage to see Holly. And she smelled his cologne in the doorway. That's how she knew he was there. Mm-hmm. And then they do this weird thing where his, her hands can't stop shaking. So he like takes her hands, yeah, and, like top, gives her gives her hands a pep talk. Yeah, he's like, "All right, lefty, now you straighten up and you make sure it was." I don't know if it was weird. supposed to be cute, but it was not. No, it wasn't. Uh, but she's glad he's there. Yeah, she is. So at the peach pit. Oh, this is after the recital. So at the Peach Pit, David and Holly are there, and they're eating some pie. Mm-hmm. He which did uh, not look appealing. They do a, they do a couple close ups of that pie. That looked like pie that had been under some hot lights for a long time. <laughs> I did not. I don't even that. remember what it looked. I like. I love peach pie, and I was like, oh my gosh. 
he um, he learns how to describe where things are on the table by giving like clock directions. Yeah, she's like, so my plate is her, a clock. The cream is yeah. at ten o'clock. Yep, very yeah. cute. He compliments her hands. He thinks mm-hmm. her hands are beautiful. Yes, and he says that during the concert he felt a connection mm-hmm. with her. But she's like, ah. it's, it's kind of melodramatic, though. She's like, oh, David, you're not in love with me. You're in love with my music. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's more than that. It was very like, OK. Yeah. Then he makes a comment about like, oh, you're so brave. People with your condition. I know. Yeah. And I, I was, was like, like mm, mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, didn't th- I thought she was going to call him on that. But she was like, you're right. So, well, she she's like, I'm not a princess that needs. Saving. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, but more more yeah. was needed. Yeah, I, think. I, I agree. I agree that it was. Yep. Um, and she also is like, you know, I know Dawn is your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, could you see how can you hear how hurt she was? Yeah, but that's a weird turn for me because I was like, OK, you know that he's essentially like cheating on his girlfriend with you and you still like had him come and hang out backstage and now you're going on a date with him touch afterwards. your hands yeah so i mean it's not like she's blameless and she's kept this like professional distance and he's had a crush like she's very much played into it and played her part in it so for her to be like you have a girlfriend was kind of like all right holly <laughs> all right yeah well, the so time for that was asks, sooner asks if he loves her and he's like you know what I do. He does. I I do love Donna. Back at KDD's, Deshaun and Donna are back from their bowling date. David is not back yet. And Deshaun, to uh, to cheer Donna up, tells her about how he used to date girls in high school. And then uh, on their dates, he would end up running into people and just talking about basketball yeah. and how he said the, the women would mistake his passion for basketball he said it had nothing to do with his passion for them Mm. so donna's like okay so are you saying that i shouldn't be jealous that he has a crush on his piano teacher and he's like well i'm not saying anything yeah he's like i'm just talking about me lady (laughs) yeah but they they have a hug and they she says they're he's glad she's glad that they're friends yeah she gets that in there though she's like she friend zones him Hardcore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad her, we're friends. If I would her, I'd be hopping that ship. I, I would be <laughs> I would be bowling with uh Deshaun, not waiting yeah. around for David. Yeah. All right. At the Equator coffee shop, Steve goes to find Mike. Mm-hmm. And Mike's like, oh what? More car trouble? Is did that you, why you're here? Did you notice the music in the background of this scene? I did, yeah. It was insane. It was so loud and just like all over the place. It was just like, I don't know what it was supposed to be, but that was a weird vibe. Yeah. So Mike starts talking about his ex-boyfriend, Gary, who always, you know, told him that he wanted to have it both ways and mm. that he couldn't have it both ways, being gay and also trying to yeah. you know, live this secret life. Yeah. And they broke up because he was always afraid they were going to run into someone if they went out. So they just like never went out. Mm. And Steve is like, Oh, I get that. I did that to my ex Celeste, mm. which not exactly the same situation, but yeah. he's, he's trying it. I yeah, think he's, he's trying to, yeah, he's trying to connect anyway. Because I thought the same thing. I was like, that is definitely not what happened, but okay. <laughs> so he really wants Mike to come back to the house yes. and he's like, I will stand with you on this. Yeah. yeah. At the keg house, they're having this membership meeting. 
Artie's given this whole terrible speech mm-hmm. about like, what are people going to say? What about our donors? What kind of people are we going to bring into this fraternity? And, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, you know what? I think we should just vote. And Steve's like, no, 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 no. Like Ryan needs a chance to speak mm-hmm. uh, on his own behalf. Yeah. So Ryan gets up, sorry, Mike Ryan gets up and he says like he was going to apologize um, because he didn't think they would possibly be able to understand. But then he started thinking about the history of the fraternity and, you know, when the first African-American pledge came and the first Hispanic and the first Jewish. And he said the problem isn't about being gay. The problem is about people being afraid of what they don't know. Yeah. And suddenly, Artie, suddenly in that scene, the cake house was very diverse. Did yes, you notice that? Yes. <laughs> They're like scanning the cake house. And I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> and um, I mean, good for them. Artie is like, you're talking about race. This is about sex. Yeah. And Steve's like, it's not about either of those things. It's yeah. about brotherhood, which we all say, you know, we're loyal and that we're brothers. And, you know, is it lip service or yeah. is it real? So he makes a motion to keep Ryan in in the fraternity and to keep him president. And it is seconded by Keith, mm-hmm. who we've seen before. Yeah. Artie is very, very angry. He's the only yes. he seems to be the only one. Everyone else is like, all right. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, although I mean in the calendar thing, everybody was pissed. Here I think they're sort of like maybe after the surprise, I guess. I, I don't know. They but yeah, everybody does seem pretty chill about it at this point. Yeah. Okay, last scene is the calendar photo shoot. Andrea, still eating, mm-hmm. heating up a burrito. This this was the scene where, um, I thought it was Chinese food. She's microwaving Chinese. Oh, maybe it is. She's maybe microwaving is. Chinese food with Brenda, and they had a little scene together, and I was like, yeah, there they are. That's yeah, the, there they are. <laughs> yeah, here we they go. exist. Yeah. Dylan is there picking on Brandon because he's doing this uh, photo shoot. David is also there to help out, which... Kelly and Donna are surprised by it, but Donna's like, I don't know what happened. He mm-hmm. just suddenly was like, I'll come and help out. Yeah. Uh, Kelly and Donna also realize that Artie and somebody else aren't there yet. And so what are they going to do? <laughs> guess who they pull in? Yeah. Dylan and David. So then we get this whole photo shoot. Um, this, you know, I remember. Different guys and different outfits i remember this very clear because it always cracks me up because jason priestley's in a full yeah like, red long underwear and yeah. luke perry with boxers has, over with it boxers he's fully it. clothed luke perry has fully the wetsuit on with the boxers over it i just fully clothed. I just remember this montage very well why why do it if you're gonna be fully clothed wasn't the point to not be i guess so yeah dumb um, so yeah, so Dylan's in his surf outfit. Mm-hmm. David, David is not. David's no. just in the boxers he and does. a yeah, well, and so a is bow Steve. tie. Yeah, and David has like a, a little heart. Steve is also just in his boxers. Oh yeah, that's true. With like golf clubs and things. Yeah. Yep. So it ends with like a group picture with yep. all the guys, mm-hmm. and the girls are just you know having fun, the watching time and of laughing. Their lives. Yep. yep. <laughs> and uh, that's the episode. Yeah. Okay. Kendra, what is your 90210 snap? Maybe the scene where the guys are storming out and Mike mm. calls Steve a bigot. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the most pivotal. I guess I'd have to agree with you on that. 
they say some pretty rough stuff in that they scene do. too that we didn't get into but it was yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah but again I don't think they went farther than what was common. At well, the time, I think, you know? you know, unlike in the past where they've done these issue yeah. uh, episodes and not taken a stance, I feel like they did with this I one. I think they did too. And actually, I feel like they handled this pretty well because it really walks a fine line of demonstrating like hurtful and hateful behavior, uh, even even among, you know, Steve. You know, Steve certainly mm-hmm. is, is uh, guilty of that to some extent, not to the extent of like Artie and the others. But, you know, they really are showing negative behavior and then they're showing like appropriate reactions to that from the characters mm-hmm. who are there. And I think it was very right. in character for Steve to be I the too. one, yeah. you know, going through this. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad he came out, you know, better for it on the other side. I think that it's believable growth. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Because, uh, you know, an earlier Steve, I don't think would have gotten there. You know, mm-hmm. he maybe no. would have gotten to like, you know, Mike's never done anything to me you know like he's mm-hmm. never offended me or something and that might have just been the end of it but i sort of feel like steve came to a new like understanding and and mm-hmm. like you know acceptance and you know just kind of put friendship and loyalty above like misguided bigotry you know mm-hmm. um, and I, I yeah i think that that's uh, i think that's growth that i believe from that character at this point so yeah. This might be the first, like, you know, quote unquote issues episode that I feel like they actually did a pretty good job of. Yeah, maybe. So, maybe. I think David's storyline was just pure nonsense because we're never going to yeah. see this piano teacher again. And it didn't change anything. Yeah, dumb. And even the calendar stuff was like fun, and that's fine. I mean, you can have just a harmless B plot, but. It wasn't particularly good. You know, there was like the, oh, we don't need Steve, but oh, I guess we'll have Steve anyway. And it served no purpose. So, yeah, I think just for the fact that they did they did an important issue in an episode and actually like thoughtfully did it and did it well means that it's a good episode, you know. But I think that some of some of the yeah. writing in the side plots was just kind of like, man, you know, here they're going to play the piano like it just. You know, yeah. I, I think that was, it felt like filler. Interesting that they didn't bring back, what was that character's name that Kelly found out he was gay? Yeah, and then... David Lasher. What what was his name in the show? Josh? Was it Josh? Or was it Kyle? Kyle. It was Kyle. Kyle Connors. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Three episodes. Three episodes. But those that was in the high school years. We haven't seen him since uh, oh, CU. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, you know, again, maybe it's, maybe it's good that they didn't, you know, it, it, bringing him back back might have been like oh hey we have a gay character let's go <laughs> let's go find him you know yeah and they don't do that so you know maybe that's a maybe that's a good thing so yeah but I, we don't see we don't see mike again no we don't we don't and i've got to say i i think the recast is a little unfortunate just because it was hard to think of this as a character that we'd seen before yeah because I think it. I think it's a total of five episodes that we see Mike Ryan, and I want to say it's four with the original actor, one with uh, the one we had today. Both are good. Like nothing against this actor, Jack Armstrong, uh, taking over the role here. I think he does a really good job. But it oh, would yeah. have been nice to have that connection to the to the earlier episodes. So, yeah, I think it still worked. It just is kind of like okay, so this is Mike. All right, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you know? The more you know. That's right. That's right. 
And speaking of things that you should know about, Kendra, outside of the Radio Meanwhile Network, I'm the host of House Things, the podcast and radio show of the David A. Howe Public Library. You can find it at soundcloud.com slash all the books or anywhere you get your podcasts. We just did a special Star Wars Day episode where we looked at some Star Wars books, talked about Star Wars Rebels. Plus, we have a whole playlist of back episodes uh, with the cool interviews with writers like Alan Dean Foster and Jason Fry and Justina Ireland. So go and check that out. What about you, Kendra? Where are you? I'm Miss Musebox 91 online, and I have a website, MissMusebox.com. And I am also the co-host of the podcast, 90s Music. Na, na, Got na, me na, like. Na, na, getting jiggy with it. Na, 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 yep, na, we are going to talk getting jiggy with it. Most and recently, we talked Was that about... your pick? Just just curious. No. Oh, wasn't. No. It wasn't. That was, that was my husband's okay. pick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most recently, we talked about Creep by Radiohead. Oh, okay. Yeah. So right. go go check that out. We always have polls going. Creep was uh, selected by the listeners. So I think there's a new poll up right now. Okay. So go vote. What a time. All right. All right. Well, you can join us next week as we continue our 90210 discussion with Season 4, Episode 27, Divas. Homestretch, Kendra. We're in the home stretch on season four. Yeah. We're doing it. Pretty exciting. All right. Uh, Kendra. Here we go. May the force be with you. Oh, and you. And also with you. (laughs) 